Hey, it's Breathe Go Flow time. This is Tracy, your head cheerleader, and you are in the right place if you are ready to start, jumpstart, or restart living the life of your dreams and flowing with it. Today's episode number 14, Get Passport, Book Ticket. And as you have figured out, it is all about travel. Really, today's episode is all about sharing my thoughts and stories and really tips on how you can travel more and why travel is so important to your awesome life journey. It opens up everything in your life, in your mind, in your body, in your spirit, internally and externally just expands your world. And I am an advocate. As many of you know, I'm a big wanderluster. I love to get out and about in the world. It really just ignites everything in me. And I always come back feeling refreshed and renewed and just full of creative juices and ready to share. So this episode's all about travel, all about wanderlust. And before we dive in though, we need to take a deep breath. So we know that most of us all day long hold our breaths and that constricts the flow and it constricts all the things that are good that are coming to us and that need to move through us so that we can open ourselves up to new things. So we'll start with a big old deep inhale and let it go with a big exhale. Right? That's our trigger to just breathe, to let go what goes, let come what comes, let it flow through. This is not the place, right, to entertain and to receive anything that is not going to serve you in this next uh, few moments of this podcast, right? Whatever it is, it will wait. Recognize it, right? See it, and then just let it flow. Let it go, yeah? We're going to also start today with some listener feedback. I am, I remain humble and really excited at the same time with all of this feedback that I'm, I'm getting from y'all. So keep it coming, yeah? So many of you are listening at bytracy.com and on all of the other platforms and just reviewing and giving your feedback and sharing. So, oh, please keep it coming. Please keep it coming. Keep the, the, the sharing going. This is about creating a community. This is about spreading the message. This is about cheering each other on. Yeah, we have enough naysayers and haters in our lives. And uh, sometimes our own mind being the worst. It's great to just share a positive message each day with someone else. It is powerful to give, especially in this way. This is where we need it the most, which is to help people get their mind right and stay in the positive and stay in the light. That is how we move forward in our lives. So thank you so much. So today's feedback comes from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. I am so enjoying the podcast. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you for stepping out on faith and doing it. Left and right and the wall slide is everything I have experienced with this journey of lupus and the journey we are taking with our daughter who's in acting. Always changing. Thank you for being a cheerleader and a voice of encouragement. Thank you, Jackie. Yeah, I, you know, again, I am just humbled and just so inspired that you are y'all, you all are allowing me to be a part of your lives. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Yeah. Let's talk about travel. So I love to travel. It is something in me. I, I, you know, I would travel more than I do today uh, if it weren't for, you know, stuff. But that being said, travel is a priority on my list. It is something that I spend my money on. It is something that is in the top 
tier of things that I want to experience and do. Most most people who do know me and know me well know that I'm all more about experiences than I am about stuff. I really am a minimalist when it comes to, or at least a hopeful minimalist. I try to live with things that inspire me and that make me feel good and light. But really, I'm all about experiencing stuff and places. So travel goes high up on my list and how I spend my money and how I spend my life and how I spend my days. And I'd like to hang out with other wanderlusters and travelers as well. And when I started to think about this podcast, Get Passport, Book Ticket, I started to think about when I first really caught the travel bug and I have to give it up to my parents. Hey, Barb and Steve. I really have to give it up to my parents. I didn't think much about this until recently about how they really did their best to expose their children to travel. Even though we were, I guess, a middle-class family, I guess that's what one would call us when I was growing up. Both parents worked and, uh, you know, we lived in the foothills and whatnot, but there wasn't a whole bunch there, but there was enough to have family vacations. And my parents would do their best to expose us and take us as far as they could. But I think my initial memory harkens back to, harkens back to, (laughs) goes back to, uh, we took a trip when I, gosh, I don't even remember exactly how old I was. What I remember most was it was either my first or one of my first plane rides. And what I remember mostly about it is that me and one of my younger sisters at the time, we were dressed as like twins. My parents, my mom bought us these uh, like satin short outfits, like with shorts and a matching jacket. I had royal blue. My sister had like green and we had these high knee high socks on with them. And, you know, our hair was just done up and we were ready to go. And we were catching a flight to, I believe it was to New Orleans. We were going to to Louisiana. And I don't remember much about the flight, but I remember the excitement of going someplace new. And I remember the excitement of getting on an airplane. And I remember the excitement of, of just, uh, of, of the excitement, the excitement of the excitement, uh, in our household and with our family. And it was this trip, this summer vacation that we took to Louisiana and then we drove down into the south and we went to Disney World and I just remember thinking this is the life (laughs) and I wasn't thinking at the time how much my parents had to sacrifice or save or do any of those things uh, to, to do this with at the time you know five kids but but they did it and so that is a memory that stays in my mind about travel and it opened my mind up to the possibilities it really did and then we went on as a family whenever my parents could to get in the car and we lived in the barry of california and drive you know for 6 hours down to la and go to disneyland and and whatnot i really looked forward to those trips visiting family and then also going to baja like to mexico i think that was the first time that i experienced what I thought was international travel. You're in a place where people don't necessarily speak the same language as you. And I remember a, a, a lot of feelings as a kid. And I think it was mostly like feeling a little uncomfortable uh, because, you know, this was like driving into a whole, well, it was, it felt like a whole different 
world where, again, there were people who didn't speak the same language and there was food that was different and it smelled different and there were all these things. But at the same time, I was excited. I was excited. And so that is kind of how my travel journey started with my family. And I know many of you can relate to this because you might have taken your first trip or traveled with your family and and got excited about it. And for me, I knew I knew that it was going to be a part of my life. So when I went to high school, I had the opportunity one summer of either one, deciding to be a cheerleader again, which if you've listened to episode one, you know that I was the world's worst cheerleader in high school, but I loved it. And that's why I'm doing what I do today, which is cheering you on, because I love the idea of it, even though I really sucked at doing all the cheerleader stuff. But I had the opportunity to try out again for the squad or, or go to France with my French teacher. And so I picked the latter because I had the bug and I thought, well, if I'm going to France, if I'm going to France, then I'm going to go to France. I can cheer any other time. And so I chose that, but my parents really didn't have uh, the money for that. But I decided that I was going to raise the money or I was going to raise part of the money. They were going to pay for half. And so I decided to do that. So Fast forward, I raised the money and I needed to get a passport. I don't remember getting my parents' signature. I assume I had to get it. But I actually took the lead on the process. I was 15 turning 16 and I got the signatures I needed. And I remember leaving school early. This is how the travel bug hits you. And this is, and I'm going to talk about how travel changes you and how it grows you. And for me, in that very short time of deciding, sitting in uh, Madame Gang's classroom, hey, Madame Gang, Madame Gang's classroom, and her announcing this trip and me going, yep, that's me. From that point to raising my part of the money to going to get my passport, how much I grew as a kid, right? And I remember taking the afternoon off of school and going to pick up my passport. I was walking. I had to walk to the passport picture office. And I remember it vividly, walking to the passport office by myself and taking the picture for my passport. And I remember what that passport picture looked like, which is is so funny to me. And I had that passport for years and I, I don't have it anymore, but I remember this kind of little girl in this picture. And so I got it. I remember paying for the passport myself and I thought, this is my ticket. I literally was so proud to hold a passport. And as far as I know, maybe my mother had a passport at that time, but no one else in my immediate family had a passport. I was the only one with that. And I really had this sense of pride, of course, but also like, yeah, this is my ticket. (laughs) And so I went to France with my teacher and students and raised a whole bunch of hell and got into a whole bunch of trouble with Madame Gang. Hey, Madame Gang. And my eyes were like blown wide open. My heart, everything was blown right open. We not only went to France, we traveled around Europe for a month. And I remember all of the feels literally all of the feels and how over that time I grew up and had to really start to see the world in a different way and how I knew that when I got back that I was going to be changed. Like I knew that I wanted to get back out there 
That is what travel does for you. And not just back out there physically, but I knew that I, my world was vast. I knew that there was so much to it. I knew that people at the time drank root beer without ice. <laughs> I knew that there were places where people spoke a different language. And I knew that there were cultures that were different and that there was a place for me in the world and that my world at the time was so small. And that was what travel really opened up for me and did. And then throughout the years, I have expanded that through really putting my money where my mouth is. And oftentimes when I didn't have money, really putting travel first, like I want to go, I want to see, I want to get the creative juices flowing. So now Airports are my joint. I love airports. I love watching planes fly. I love airports. I get giddy when I'm going to an airport. There are so many people who hate airports. And I love them because I know that there's this opportunity to experience something new. And when I have been going through this journey in my life, as I've gone through this journey in my life, and I look at all of the times where I've been able to pick myself up, off of wall slides when I've been able to catapult my life in a whole different direction. It all, it always involved travel. It always involved back in episode one. If you uh, take a look at my kickoff episode of this season, I talk about how I left the Bay Area because things in my life just weren't moving in the right direction. I got on a plane and I flew back east and my life completely changed when I moved to the DC area and then the New York very quickly after that, how it all started with taking a chance and getting on a plane. And you can use the plane as a euphemism, but I, I use the, the literal physical plane of changing my life in so many ways. A couple of years ago, getting on a plane and heading back to Paris, the, the scene and the place of so many things in my life when I was 16, when I got engaged, there's all these things that uh, resonate with getting on a plane and going. And so many are positives and many are transformations in my life. So I want to just talk a little bit about why travel and you know how do you do it and and why it's so important for those of you who are listening on this podcast you are listening because you want to expand your horizons and you want to transform your life and you want to find light and and creativity in in your life so that you can share it with others and you can offer up the best of you and oftentimes we keep ourselves not only in a mental box but in a physical box and we expect things to grow and to change in that. And this is not just about international travel, right? You can get in your car and go. Some of you, it's as, as much as just getting outside of your neighborhood. Some of it is just getting off, off of the same street, maybe just taking a different route to work. Yes, but international travel is is crazy. It, it, it will totally rock your world in the best, in the best of all ways. So here's why I love travel. One is I believe it opens your mind to the possibilities of everything, right? If you are an observant traveler, which I am, I'm a watcher of people, yes? And I'm a watcher of situations and experiences. It Travel will change your mind about people. It will change your mind about places. It will change your mind about how you move, how you move with other people, how you move in other situations. And with other experiences. It's just, it's amazing. 
The other thing is that it's unpredictable. So what a lot of people hate about travel is that it's unpredictable. <laughs> and if you are a wonderluster at heart or one to be, what you love is that it's unpredictable. Like you can't predict the weather. You can buy as much insurance as you want. You can't predict the weather. You can't predict who you're going to sit next to necessarily on a flight. You can't predict what's going to happen once you get there. As, as, as much as you are an itinerary junkie, you really don't know. I remember one, uh, I talk about it in one of my episodes, how I had no idea. On my 40th birthday, I, I flew to Jamaica uh, with my uh, then a guy I was seeing and my sister and her then husband. And, you know, it was great. I had this all planned out and I got there and I jumped off a cliff into the ocean on purpose, y'all, not recommended, and busted my tailbone. Who knew? It was my 40th birthday and I spent uh, the next half of it miserable. (laughs) Miserable. You never know what's going to happen. But that experience changed my life, right? It taught me one, stop jumping off cliffs (laughs) or maybe jump off cliffs, but be a little bit more prepared next time. But it also taught me about myself that I was braver than I thought and I was bolder than I thought and that discomfort sometimes comes from that. Uh, And I I really enjoyed, I actually enjoyed that, right? I love pain. I don't know what it is about that. But there's nothing predictable about it. And if you are an observant traveler, you can watch other people try to control their travel. Listen, I am a Gemini type A yogini and yeah, the type A in me loves control. And I really have experienced through travel a an opportunity to let go. And, and sometimes it's been the hard way. For instance, when I used to offer my yoga retreats and it was, it was, it, that was a lesson in travel and having to release luggage lost, equipment lost, getting to the place and everything has changed and you have to deal with it. I remember one retreat, we got there to Costa Rica and having no idea, but they're doing construction on our site and all of these people are coming to my retreat for a quiet yoga retreat and there's hammering and bulldozing and I lost my stuff and I'm using nice words here. And at the time, uh, my boyfriend and my logistics coordinator, they were so working with me to just calm down and to relax. Here's the yoga person who is losing her cookies, right? And it took me a couple of days really to, to let it go. Listen, this stuff happens when you travel and you're out of your element. So how do you deal with it? What are the ways to deal with it? So what I love about travel is it is life lessons in a box, man, or outside of the box. Yeah, it is to let go, to let go and to see what happens and to experience what comes because you are out of your element and there's only so much you can control. Sound like life? Absolutely. Just like life. I also love how travel reminds us of how magnificent the universe is. Especially to me, as you start to travel outside of your neighborhoods and across the country and across the world and wherever you are, you start to see the sights, right? You start to see the sights of life. And sometimes we get so lost in the day-to-day, in our routines, and, and there's something to be said for some routines in our life, that travel breaks you out of your routine. It makes you look up. 
it makes you look up and around. It shows you how amazeballs the universe is and what it's created and what's available to us. I love the ocean. I love to travel anywhere where there's hot sand and I can put on a bikini and get in the ocean. And what I love so much about the ocean is it's so beautiful and it's so unpredictable (laughs) and it's so amazing. And so where I live now, you know, I don't really get to see the ocean in that way. So I love to travel and to see the seas and the oceans and the lakes and, and to see how how amazing this this world is this this earth this planet is and then of course all of the amazing structures and 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 just nature and what it's done it changes how you move it changes what you think about yourself in the grand scheme of things it reminds you of how not only powerful the universe is but how powerful you are in it yes and how powerful we are as humans in it it gives you so much more respect for this world and for who you are in this world and how you move in this world so I know many of you right now are going, yeah, 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 travel. Yeah, but I don't have the money. I don't have the time and I can't do it. And I've heard this. I've heard this from people like, how do you do it? And I got to be honest, when I was younger, I was like free willing with my money. I would travel to the point where I was broke. And that's so not cool. I don't think. I think that there's a way for you to absolutely put it up front. But I don't regret it. I got to be honest. I don't regret a second of it. I'm glad that I was able to to do what I did. But Absolutely, there's a way to do it. Now, I'm gonna I'm call you out right now because I have to call me out on it as well. Many, many people come to me and they say, I can't travel. You know, I don't have the money to do it. And I'm like, that's a lie. In many cases, that's a lie, right? We tell ourselves lies. Like, go back to episode, you know, to get your mind right, where it's like, stop lying to yourself. Tell yourself the truth about the priorities that are in your life. So if you are, if you've decided after listening to this podcast or you've been rolling it over in your mind that I really need to travel more, I want my family to travel more. My parents didn't have a lot of money at all. Uh, And I, frankly, as a kid, I don't know how they did it or what they did and maybe good, bad or indifferent. But that being said, I know I could see in them that that was important and it still is important to them. And for me, it's important. So instead of now willy nilly, it, it becomes a priority. I look more at travel and experience as a priority versus stuff. So I'm calling you out right now. If you're a person who said, I can't travel, I can't afford it. I can't afford to go on that retreat. I can't afford to to visit my family in this other country or this other state. I can't afford to do that. I would really, really encourage you to look around at your stuff and to look around at what you're spending money on because you're spending money on something. So what are you spending money on? Cable TV? Oh, I'm sorry. I know we're touchy about that. Yeah. And and if that's a value to you, great. And if that's what you enjoy, great. If you enjoy that more than trips, great. Right. What are you saving for? Are you saving for a trip or are you saving for a thing? And if that thing is more valuable, fantastic. But you've got to decide what is it that you want to do now? The money part is one thing, but it's where, where are you in your head? Do you even think it's available to you? One of the, again, one of the saddest things when I'm talking to people is they, they think that travel, especially international travel and, 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 and living so far out of the zone of comfort of like traveling to like Asia. I've never been to Asia and I really want to go. Uh, and I'm going to go is like, that's for somebody else. 
other people do that, right? The Instagram influencers do that, but I don't do that. Decide that you do that, that that's something for you. It may not happen today, but it can happen for you. And it's about making it a priority and starting to renegotiate how you spend your money and how you spend your time and what you're thinking about. And is your mind right around that? Are you starting to think about that? Is it on your vision board? Are you talking about it? Are you living the life of a wanderluster and someone who really is putting that first? I have uh, a few friends who are and new some newer I'm, I'm starting to surround myself with more and more people who that this is a lifestyle for them because I get off on it I love it it's amazing to me and I I really get excited about uh, people who love to journey and love to uh, explore and open up their physical and mental uh, space and their creative space around it because I find them to be much more connected much more connected to people and to the world and to themselves when they can explore themselves through other experiences in other places. So I am starting to surround myself with people who do what I want to do, right? Your tribe, hello, your rock star peeps who are doing it, figuring out how they're doing it. How are they, how are they able to go to a million different places every year? What have they changed in their life to do that? Now, again, this is about really being a true wonderluster. But if you're thinking about like taking a trip, just one trip, Tracy, I'm just trying to take one trip. The same principles apply, y'all. It's the same principles apply. And, and by the way, kudos to you because it's important. It's important. It's just as important as the day-to-day right? For you. It is. It is because it will change you. How many times have you, when you have decided to travel and go somewhere, have you come back and you're like, wow, that was cool. The experience was cool. And wow, I'm changed somehow, some way. I met this person or I tried this dish or I, I, I realized that I could do it. I could go. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Now, I want to address something before we get off today about travel, which is traveling as a single person, because now my new life, I, I get to travel as a single person. And I did that for most of my adult life. And so if you're out there and you're thinking that's scary, right? I have uh, uh, someone I've worked with uh, and uh, a client of mine who just took her first solo trip. And she didn't go that far. She went like three hours away from her home and she was really nervous, but excited about it. And she had spent, she raised her son as a single mom and she'd never really done anything for herself. And this is the way she described it to me was for myself and by myself. And so she took this trip to the countryside. And when she came back, she recounted it for me. And as she was talking about it, when I tell you her confidence level, right? You gain this sense of confidence, this sense of self when you have to traverse life, you know, when you have to deal with the things that are out of your control, when you are, when you are forced to fly at a level so high where you've never been before, sound familiar in your life, right? Or you're forced to, or you've decided to take yourself so far out of your zone of comfort to a place where they don't speak the language and the food is different and the smells are different and the sights are different. Sound like life? Sound like living outside of your zone of comfort? Well, when she came back, it, it, it became so clear to her in her life. And yes, she had an epiphany. It may or may not happen to you, but it happened to me that the box that she was putting herself in at work 
and that there were other ways to see her work and other ways to look at her life. And it started to really open up things for her. So I love single travel. Even if you are partnered up, I still loved taking trips by myself. There's nothing like being on your own schedule. There's nothing like setting your own itinerary. By the way, that's probably going to get messed up. So be willing to just flow with it. Yeah. So get your passport, book your ticket. Yeah. Get your passport, book your ticket. Now, get your passport. So important. Even if you don't even use it, this is your homework. Even if you don't use it today, apply for your passport. Get your passport. Yes. Get it. Because there's something about it. I think back on that 15 year old, soon to be 16 year old girl who was getting her passport for the first time. There was just so much wrapped around it. It was saying, hello world, here I come for me. It really was. It was a change in direction for me. I honestly tell people this story to this day. I honestly don't know what direction I would have went in if I had not gone on that trip. If I had not ventured out of San Jose, California, I think my life would have been totally different. I think my life would be totally different if I wasn't so excited to get to an airport and get on a plane going somewhere. I think that that makes me in my mind realize that there is, there is always an opening. There's always an opportunity for you to fly higher, to experience something new, to change your mind about your mind, to change your life at any moment. To me, that's what travel does. So get your passport, book the ticket already. Yes, book the ticket already. And if you don't have the money today, change your priorities, think about it. But book the ticket in your mind. Consider it booked. Start acting as if, as I did when I went to France this last time. Start researching around what you're going to do, where you're going to go. Start surrounding yourself with people who've been there. Ask them about it. Get all giddy about it. Listen, when we finally decide the universe is like, okay, (laughs) I got you. So you're not passing this up? Great. I got you. Yeah. Start deciding that this is what you want to do and where you want to go. Get passport, book, ticket. This is all all, all in order with you blossoming into the life and into the self and into the you that is ready and rocking and excited and has experienced this life so that you can serve others fully and completely. Yes, fully and completely from a place that is so enlightened and so open, right? It will change you. I promise it will change you. Yeah. All right. So your homework. Yeah. Go get your passport. Just get it. If you already have it. Yeah. Pull it out. Rub on it a bit. Right. Decide to make some changes. If you're not going to leave your this country, the country you're in. Fine. Go to another neighborhood. Decide on a trip. Hey, listen, one of the biggest things that I've ever, ever done, and I really enjoyed it was after I'd been in New York for like 10 years, I decided to be a tourist. I literally decided one year that, you know, I'm going to be a tourist. Me and my boyfriend at the time were like, we're going to be a tourist. Let's go to places that we haven't been. And it was super, super cool just to rediscover the place that I had been living for years. How many of you have been living someplace and you don't even know when someone tells you, hey, have you been to? You're like, I don't know where that is. Go find that. Change your mind about what the box that you're in. Yeah, expand it. Remember, in my last episode, which... If you haven't listened, you should, which is living your vision. Yeah, the stuff you need to know. In order to really 
do what you want to do in your life, you are going to have to be so way outside of your zone of comfort. I'm here to tell you, you're going to have to walk further outside of your zone of comfort than you think. Stuff you need to know. And start by starting to do that physically, right? It helps to charge up your mind. It really does. For me, it's a lifesaver. For me, it helps me to to get excited. Uh, It puts me in a happier space. It really does when I'm exploring, when I'm exploring. So this is for those of you who really want to set the bar higher in your life. Get outside of your zone physically. See what happens. Yeah? Listen. I can, I can, I can. I will, I will, I will. I am, I am, I am. Be so grateful. Be so grateful for who you are today, who you have in your life, your ability to love from the deepest parts of you or from the most shallow parts of you. Be grateful for that today and keep working to that place to dig deep and to love from the most genuine, authentic place that you have. Be grateful for what you have. Yes, be grateful for where you're going and the ability to get there. Yeah. I'm so excited to know you. I'm so excited to cheer for you. Thank you. I love you. Yeah. Keep breathing. Stuff changes.